It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Yeah. So today is June 1st, 2016. So, Tessa, please. She understands you're very worried about her. Now, she indicates to me she's feeling very hot. Um, okay. So she shows me panting. Really, I do feel a wave of heat internally. Not the kind that one would have with a fever. It feels more like um, physical body uh, heat, as if she had done exercise, which obviously she hadn't. When I asked, do you understand, Tessa, what the cause of the increased heat production is? Um, she says that there is some swelling that's happening around her. Um, she's showing me the back two legs. Oh, what is I, the hock? The hock area of her back two hind, especially one more so than the other. I want to say her left especially feels a little bit swollen to her, and it feels also very weak. That entire leg feels very weak to her. Um, she tells me that she's too tired and exhausted, quite honestly, to lift up the hind end. When I ask her if you had the oomph power to do so, would you be able to? She says, I think so. She's not done yet. She doesn't feel she's done with life. Um, it just feels like she is like really, really exhausted in the hind end. And you know, this heat wave that she's experiencing, she says has to pass. It's like, it's very uncomfortable for her to be feeling the amount of heat internally that she is. Well, she's got, she's got bad tinnitus badly. I clipped, I clipped her belly, I clipped her hind end, um, because she had anal gland issues, but her anal glands are good, but she's got horrible vaginitis. And I don't know if she has a, they didn't x-ray over today. Um, they didn't see, because she thought maybe she felt a lump inside, but, but there was nothing there on the x-ray. Um, she doesn't, Judith thought maybe she, because of the bad vaginitis, that she's got like a, a bladder or kidney infection. So they're gonna put her on antibiotics when they bring her home tomorrow. Okay. Um, does she think that she has a bladder or kidney infection? That's something she could tell or no? Yeah, let's ask. So your awareness on that? Um, she doesn't think it's a bladder infection. Uh, do you think it's a kidney-related issue? Maybe a kidney infection? Um, she says that's a possibility, but if so, it would be a very low-grade one. Um, you know, she's asking to be shaved. At this point, she is feeling so hot, it's like she wants her fur off from the neck on down. Uh, leaving the leg fur would be fine. Well, I shaved her belly and I shaved her hind end and I shaved like a lot of the feathering and stuff off of her. Okay. Has she been, is it just today that she's hot or has she been hot? Okay, great question. Let's see. Um, both. She has been hot. The last 48 hours she's been especially hot. Um, you know, she tells me there's nothing wrong with her bones in her hind end, and her hips are actually fine. This, it just feels like this internal heat has kind of knocked the wind out of her. It's lowered her energy level significantly. Um, she feels that she has the capacity to recover from this. Um, she, she gives me the indication she doesn't feel, I mean, I'm not a vet, she's not a vet, we can't diagnose, treat, or prescribe, but she does say that she doesn't think it's a virus, doesn't think it's virus related, so is it bacteria related, do you, your awareness? 
Um, she says probably. She really doesn't have too much of an idea. This came on quite suddenly for me, she says. Um, very out of the blue. It wasn't something like she, she didn't catch something contagious out in the environment where you live. It, it, you know, it feels like she really kind of got sideswiped by this, surprised, as much as you have been surprised. Um, now, she is showing me the chi flow through her body. If we start there in the pineal gland, there in the center of the brain, and spread it out, the chi flow is quite normal in the head, in the neck, in the front two legs. It really peters out, though, from the shoulders and the entire rest of her body. She says it's like she wants the... Oh goodness, the triple, there are, there's triple heaters, which is a Chinese medicine term. You're going to have to offer this to Dr. Judith, see what she can make of it. Um, she says of the triple heaters, she says the two that are closest to the tail, those two triple heaters are out. It's like the light is out, the heat is out. Um, it's very cool and cold. Again, I'm using Chinese medicine term here for low, low energy back there. It's like the light or the flame went out. They need to be revved up. She says, then my body can kick this, throw this, whatever is happening to me. Um, she has no way right now, Wendy, of helping herself get chi flow from you know the shoulders on back. It, it just stops at the shoulder blades. Her rib cage is in the cool position and everything else. Rubbing her, um, would that help? Next time your person sees you rubbing you for chi circulation? She's not sure if that would be enough. What about acupuncture or pressure? Um, she thinks this may be something that ultimately you guys will end up trying. Um, she thinks that after a couple treatments or doses of such a thing, that she would start to recover. Yes, indeed. She, I have an appointment because she. I take her every two weeks for acupuncture chiropractic, and her appointment is tomorrow. Uh, I just need to see if I can move it. I don't know what time I have to take Tessa up tomorrow from the clinic because I left her overnight and. Just please let her know that she's only there for one night. Okay, you're overnight for observation. She says that's fine. She can handle it. Okay. Because um, I know that that's not her favorite thing, and I would, yeah, I just felt that I like the doctor. He seemed to like her a lot, and he seemed very, uh, you know, he was one of those people. He goes, there's time to do stuff, there's time to do stuff. Okay, sure. So any comments on that? She said he's fine. He's fine to work with. Um, she doesn't mind being observed. She keeps mentioning to me the nice cool cage they put her in is a relief to her. Okay, all right, good. And the veterinarian, because I took her this morning, this all started, she seemed fine this morning, and I took her to the vet, and we were holding her up and holding her tail up uh, so that she could shape her, you know, around the vagina area because it was so bad, so smelly. Because um, once I shaved all the hair away, I can't see anything. Once I shaved all the hair away, I was like, oh, my God. Um, and so it was after, you know, all that was done that she couldn't walk. She basically was paralyzed. She was dragging her my dead. Um, but it was intermittent. It wasn't all the time. Okay. Um, okay. She, I don't know if it had anything to do with, you know, holding her up, holding her tail up. If, if it's the vaginal infection, I mean, there's so many things going on right now that I don't know which one, like my head is I don't know which one to attack first. Okay, let me see what input she has here. So Tessa, what about this? Um, she was asked to stand too long in the hind end in a particular position. 
it put well, we pressure. Were, we were holding her up as much as we possibly could. Yeah, but it put pressure on an area of her spine that does not feel That's like it's midsection. It's a little bit closer towards the direction of the tail. I want to say maybe four inches from the middle section of her spine. Right. So it put, you know, holding her up still, you know, was a stimulus that put pressure on that area and it made her go weak in the hind limbs. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. Yeah, so I don't get in this case the vaginitis had anything to do with the, you know, on and off paralysis of the legs. Okay. Um, during uh, that time, she couldn't feel her legs, so there were pins and needles feelings um, right. in that section. So the acupuncture tomorrow and with the chiropractic help that? Uh, okay, the acupuncture because will just help it us. Seemed, I'm sorry to interrupt you now, but it seemed that when, because we took her outside and when, and Dr. Ferrer, her, her regular veterinarian, was like almost here. She felt so bad. Um, but when she ran her hand down her spine, it seemed to, then she could walk after that. Like when she was just feeling along her spine, she seemed to be walking much better afterward. Oh, that's interesting too. Uh, Tessa, do you want to comment on that? Yeah, she says that her fingers were like touchstones or touch points that animated the energy, brought it back. She says that she has like a little bit of a switch, you know, like a light switch there on the right side of this area of her back that we were, we've talked about already a few minutes ago. Um, in that location, she says it's kind of like if energy is brought to it, she can stand. If energy, like a switch, is turned off because in this case held up too long, you know, stimulus put there on that spot, she says the switch went off. Um, so she actually says it's very easy to turn that switch on and off, but right now she's so hot in her body, the fatigue of the heat has wiped her out. So even with the switch on, it feels like she just needs to rest right now. Okay. As far well, as- I don't, I don't know how like often they're gonna take her out to walk her around to observe her. Okay. Um, part of me, you know, I was, I was 50-50, should I bring her home or should I leave her there? They promised they wouldn't do anything because, you know, he's like, well, we could do an MRI. And I said, for what purpose? I said, I don't want her put under anesthesia. We're not going to do any surgery because I know that the patient does not want, she doesn't want any surgery at this point. Um, so if there was anything, you know, majorly wrong, we would make a decision, you know, all of us together. But I don't want her under anesthesia. She doesn't want to do does she? Do you want to go under she, anesthesia? She says it's not necessary. She really thinks she's going to recover. Um, go give her a couple days. She's pretty optimistic here. Right now, all she wants to do is rest. She doesn't even want to get up for them. If they ask her to go out, I see she's going to like be resistant. Like, I really just want to lay here. But she, you know, Danielle, she's been that way even at home. Um, for the last couple of weeks, it's like I gotta drag her to go out. Oh, she just doesn't. She just wants to lay there. Okay, so what's going on with that home behavior, Tessa? She says, I've just been really tired lately. She says, but I've been content at home. I haven't been in pain. Um, now she does show me a little bit of swelling. So these two weeks, she's had a little bit of swelling in one of those back hocks. Um, so yeah, that's been in place. Has that been enough to make you want to lay down a lot? She says it's part of the reason, but she says I'm pretty content. I'm trying to keep cool. For Tessa these days, she gets so overheated by walking even just a few steps. Um, for whatever reason, she gets hot very, very quickly, unlike you know the average dog of her you know breed type and weight hair. Um, and I'm not really sure why that's happening. I don't get, she's really sure either, but she's kind of like maintaining herself. She's doing what she needs to keep cool. Okay. And so she wants me to shave her? 
You want to be, yeah, from the neck down. And she's showing me everything coming off, minus the fur on her tail and minus the four legs. It's like you can leave the legs furred, but everything else, side of the rib cage, shoulders, chest, all of that is shaved. Shaved short or shaved like down to the skin? Okay, sure, so shaved short. Either, either, she says is fine. Okay. To take the bulk of the fur off. Okay. You know, um, it's coming to my awareness. They have those cooling mats for dogs. I don't know if yep. you've ever seen them, but um, that's jumping in. It's not coming from her, so it's coming from the divine. But uh, you know, just a heads up, those do exist. Right. Well, she, and she lays on the you know the floor, the tile floor, all the time, and that's why I shaved her belly, so that that will help to keep her cool. Yeah, yeah, it feels like the core of her shoulders, rib cage, back, all of that's going to need to... She, she's okay with doing short, so short or all the way to the skin. She needs help at this point. She doesn't think the, the heat that she's been experiencing the last two weeks, especially the last two days, is going to subside anytime soon. She thinks she's going to probably be experiencing it on and off in the future. Okay. Well, what if it says she wants me to keep it short, like not let it grow in the wintertime? Okay, so how about with winter? She says we'll see when we get there. All right. Mm-hmm. We've got three more minutes. What else? Uh, is there anything else that she wants to tell me, anything else that I can do for her besides shaving her? And okay. So she thinks that acupuncture, how about, does she think that chiropractic is safe? Manipulating her spine to, you know, could it seem to when Dr. Farrar was hitting that point? Okay, sure. So, uh, chiropractic, would that be safe for you, appropriate for you at this time? Uh, she says no, not really. She doesn't think that's appropriate at all. What about the acupuncture, appropriate at this time? She says we have to do that to rev up my, again, those last two of the three triple heaters, the two that are closest to the, the hind end of her in that location, um, they need to be revved up. And she thinks the acupuncture, well, even using your fingers, he may be able to show you where you can place your fingers to further activate them at home, will help her kind of rebalance out, redistribute the heat where it's cold. Well, Dr. Judith is coming on Friday. So is there anything that she, any Thing she wants to tell Dr. Judith. Um, she says, check my heart. The energy flow, not the blood, the energy flow is coming out stronger on my, she says on her left side, uh, more so than the right. So there's an unequal distribution of the heat production in her body, even on the, the left side than the right. Well, so what, what does Dr. Judith need to know or what might she conclude? What do you think she should conclude from this? information. She says we need to even out, even out the heat. She says I'm unbalanced right now. I have tight muscles, she says, on the left side of my... Okay, so we're talking the left side of Tessa's, mm, I want to say her chest. Okay, so when I say chest, I'm referring to the chest portion that is behind the elbow of the left upper leg. Okay. Um, and when I ask, so she, the muscles there are very tight. It also feels like she's got some tight lower left side neck muscles as well. Um, and when I ask, why is this happening? She says, it doesn't matter why, just tell Dr. Judith. She says, as a result, more heat production is happening on that side of the body because there's tension and contraction of the muscles versus looseness and relaxation. She says, we need to redistribute the flow of energy and relax these muscles I've described. Okay. 
Well, I'm just going to send this whole, the whole uh, recording to Judith. Okay. 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 Um, Tessa, anything else these vets need to know that you're aware of? She's again. She says, "I feel I can recover, but we gotta even out the heat. It's not distributing properly right now, and it's throwing me out of balance." She's also, FYI, experiencing headaches on the left side of the. Um, okay, this would be the the cerebrum. Okay, the bigger part of the brain, not the cerebellum in the back. Um, so on the left side, she's been experiencing headaches. How often? Let's say in a seven-day period. She says just once every four days. But this also has to do with the unequal distribution of heat. Um, and this also explains the reason why she's been, okay, laying down, preferring darker spaces uh, where there are things, more, things are more in shadow in the house, and where I see her pointing her nose in lay down position towards a corner, uh, laying down. Um, when I ask her, she has Okay, so you've been doing this why? to put darkness. You know like a human has a headache, you want darkness around you because for whatever reason it makes you feel better than light? She's right. been putting her head towards the corner just to decrease the amount of light. Jacob, my whole house is bright. How about going into the closet or um, laying in the hallway? It's darker. Okay. It's not cool enough in the hallway. That's why she's not been choosing it. Um, what about a closet? She says she's afraid she'll get overheated and hot there. Yeah, what if your person was to just close all windows and blinds as much as she can until you get rebalanced? She says that would help a little bit. Okay, no drapes, no nothing? Okay. Um, well, okay. Whatever you can do to darken it um, where you can, when you can, and maybe see if there's another room in your house that is darker, has minimal light, or you can throw a blanket over a rod or something like that, curtain rod. Okay. Yeah. Now, when she's over at, you know, visiting her sister, Naya, uh, I noticed yesterday that she, because she'll go into, Kim has it in the corner, like a bed in a corner. Um, she says yes it's a very cozy spot for me I choose it for multiple reasons mm-hmm. all right so we, we are at time yeah you're welcome let me thank her thank you Tessa so much and I, I wish you well all right very good um, so yeah I'll send you this recording um, before the end of today that way you know hopefully you can get it out to whoever you want to listen to it okay great Thank you, thank you, thank you. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, Wendy. And when you get a moment, um, just jump on my website and just do the 15 minutes. Okay, thank you. Sure. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.